Look twice, save a life. You've probably heard that phrase a few times, but what does it mean? Welcome to Share the Road, presented by the Biker Lawyers. I'm your host, Ginger, and I'm here to explain how to drive in a world filled with motorcycles. When we talk about sharing the road, SHARE is actually an acronym, meaning Safe Highways Awareness, Respect, and Education. So let's start with the education part. Can you name the seven differences between a motorcycle and a car off the top of your head? I'll give you 10 seconds. And here they are. Lighter weight, smaller size, less protection, exposed to the environment, passenger limitations, balance required, different braking systems. Now that we've covered the main differences between a motorcycle and a car, let's talk about how motorcycles view a lane. You see, for a motorcycle, due to size, there are three spots where you can ride in any given lane. The center, the left, or the right. Now why is this important? Because each spot has different advantages and disadvantages. Pause this video and write down your answers to the following questions. One. Why would a biker choose the left third? Two, why would a biker choose the right third of the lane? And three, why would a biker choose the center third? I'll give you a, a quick moment here to write those down and come up with the answers. Now, why a biker chooses the left third of the lane? To be as visible as possible to oncoming traffic or traffic coming from a road to the left. Also to prepare for a left turn. As to why a biker would choose the right third of the lane, it would be to be as visible as possible to traffic coming from a road to the right, to be as visible as possible to a line of oncoming traffic in preparation for a right turn. And why would a biker choose the center third? This is to make the biker as visible as possible when there are multiple hazards ahead, such as vehicles coming from roads on both the left and the right, as well as oncoming traffic. It is important to space yourself well behind a vehicle you are following in all scenarios to maximize your visibility to other traffic. If it rained recently, or especially if it has just started to rain, bikers should avoid the center part of the lane as oil drippings from vehicles become activated by moisture, creating an extremely slick riding surface. Let's move on to line of sight. The most important thing to remember about those three positions in a lane is that they signify different lines of sight for cars. Specifically, it creates or prevents blind spots depending on where the biker is riding in the lane. So let's take an example. Where are the blind spots for the oncoming car here? Let's take another example. Where are the blind spots for the car that's turning? Now let's take the final example. What is the biker doing wrong here? Remember to look twice and save a life while driving because you might have a blind spot for motorcycles. Now let's talk about length between vehicles. We spoke earlier about how cars and motorcycles have different braking systems. What this boils down to is that motorcycles cannot stop as quickly as cars. Why? because stopping distance for a motorcycle is slower due to only having two small points of contact with the road compared to four larger points of contact for an automobile. What does this mean for you as a driver? It means you should understand that bikers want more distance between their motorcycle and your car than you may normally expect. 
Now, it isn't easy to measure distance while riding. That is why instead of measuring following distance in car lengths, all motorists, bikers included, need to measure following distance in seconds. How many seconds it will take for them to catch up to the car in front of them is what we mean here. You do this by picking a stationary point on or near the road and count in your head how many seconds it takes to cover the distance from your current location to the stationary point. If it takes less than three seconds, you are following too closely and need to back off. If you remember one thing, remember that no matter what you are driving, you need to have at least a three second safety cushion between you and the vehicle you are following. With additional time, if there are any poor driving conditions, such as rain or excessive wind, it's crucial to keep in mind that it takes the average person 1.5 seconds to recognize and react to danger. If you don't have that three second safety cushion, the chances of being involved in a crash are much higher. Now let's get into distracted driving consequences. I'm sure you've been told not to text while you drive, and we all know that many people still do this despite the obvious danger. But think about this. A vehicle going 35 miles per hour travels 51 feet per second. Somebody who is looking down texting for three seconds is driving blind for 150 feet. Just think of what could happen. It may seem harmless, but know this. If you're texting while driving and you hit someone else on the road, whether they're a biker, a civilian, or even just a passenger in the other car, the consequences are often life ruining. For example, on November 3rd, 2016, Keith Fern was texting while driving. He rear-ended a stopped car while driving 60 miles per hour on County Home Road right here in Marion, Iowa. That collision killed two girls and seriously injured the third in the other vehicle. He received two counts of homicide and one count of reckless driving resulting in serious injury and is now spending at least 10 years in prison. The only reason it isn't higher is because a judge showed some mercy and let the multiple 10-year sentences be served concurrently. I think it's safe to say his life has been ruined by that one decision to text someone back instead of paying attention. The same goes if you've been drinking. Three out of every four crashes between motorcycles and automobiles are due to right-of-way violations by the driver of the automobile. That means that most of these crashes happen because the driver of an automobile has pulled out in front of or turned into the motorcycle. You don't want to be one of those drivers that splatters a motorcyclist with your car. So the question becomes, how do we prevent these crashes? There are five simple things you can do. One, always look for motorcycles and other smaller things like bicycles and children. Two, always look at least twice before turning or pulling out. Three, always judge the speed of oncoming traffic before you make your move. Four, always check your blind spots. And five, Always use your turn signals, and don't make your move until the turn signal has been blinked at least four times. Remember, look twice, save a life. I'm Ginger with the Biker Lawyers. Ride safe.